Hello and welcome to another episode of Sign, your spiritual indicator for growth now. I am your host, Sherbil Tadros, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the spiritual world. person rises above the worldly burden of social and religious dogma and goes deeper into the world of spirituality, he will undoubtedly begin to see the world in parallels. In fact, the relationship between the natural and the spiritual worlds has been documented through the millennia, such as in the Emerald Tablets, which state, that which is above is from that which is below, and that which is below is from that which is above. Not only does the physical world reflect the spiritual world and vice versa, but each of the worlds reflects itself indefinitely. The best example of this is by comparing an atom to the solar system. Another example is when the history of an empire or a dynasty is compared to a person's life. Truly, the universe is like a hall of mirrors. And if we start looking at it that way, an interesting idea begins to emerge. What if there is no actual difference between the physical and the spiritual worlds? What if, like the atom and the solar system, they are both part of the same thing? By seeing things in this new light, one starts seeing that a person's life also reflects that of the universe. Before the moment of conception, a person is nothing, which is pure energy. Upon conception, this energy manifests itself in a single cell, which quickly starts to duplicate itself, even after the moment of birth. At that time, upon observing the baby medically, one can see the quick pace of development and energy. Moreover, during childhood, we can also see that the child's consciousness is also emerging and developing. As time passes, this energy begins to decrease as consciousness begins to increase. When energy and consciousness are at almost equal proportions, a human seeks to procreate, thereby creating other new humans. Afterward, with life experiences and time, consciousness continues to expand and energy dwindles progressively until the moment of death. On the other hand, we can see that the universe is following almost the same path. It started off as a single point which exploded and expanded rapidly at first, and then continued to expand, but at a slower and slower rate. Moreover, if we are to define the universe's consciousness as the sum total of the consciousness of the living beings on it, we can also see how this consciousness increased while energy decreased. Life started off with microorganisms, which are barely conscious beings full of energy. Then it developed into plants then animals, with more consciousness, followed by more and more conscious animals, until humanity appeared. At first, humanity was more about hunting and full-fledged wars between tribes and nations. Eventually, these full-on wars subsided, and were replaced by longer and harder economic and intellectual cold wars. So the energy of life on planet Earth is now dwindling while consciousness is rising. So we can see now, that Earth is close to the turning point of procreation. And true enough, we are now seeking to start new life on other planets. This is only one application of the eternal reflection of the worlds. 
with more observation, one can quickly draw more and more comparisons. This perspective not only allows a person to see the world differently, but it also allows one to make more and more accurate predictions based on the natural, spiritual course of things. But, what about God? What is God's role in all of this? When I talk about God, I'm not talking about any particular religious entity or religious God. I am talking about the universal creative force in general. This is perhaps one of the most asked questions of all time. People have been asking it ever since they discovered that they had the power to ask questions. It is probably the reason questions were invented to begin with. However, the real question that we should be asking is not where is God. It should be where isn't God. According to almost all definitions of God or the divine, God is an all-powerful entity, which means that he is able to do absolutely anything, and also he is able to be absolutely anything. Unfortunately, in our quest to find God, we fail to see the obvious. God is everything and everywhere. Every speck of dust is made of God, for no matter how many times you split the infinite, it remains infinite. And it's the same with God. He is everything, and He is in everything. To make things easier, we can liken God to energy. Everything in the world is made of it. The mobile or the laptop through which you are listening to this podcast is also made of energy. These are made of atoms, which are made of protons, electrons, and neutrons. These are made of smaller and smaller particles until eventually we reach their most basic level, energy. And yet... When we reach this level, we realize something. It's all the same energy, and it's all connected. The whole world is energy connected to energy through energy. And it's the same with God. For that which is above, as we said before, is from that which is below. The whole world is made of God connected to God through God. Can you see it now? Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And don't forget to share.